Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. We'll play some competitive sports once in a while, would it? Oh, would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Ten oh five on your Sunday morning. It's funny, we have a giant clock to my right, and I still look at the PC clock out of habit. Yeah, I've been paying very close attention to this new clock, making sure we don't go over, and we've absolutely gone over it. Gone over it every single time? Yeah, I think so. I think only once I broke on time. That's good, right? Yeah, I mean, that's good for us. Yeah, that's good for the station. Joe and our ear ear going, break, break. Joe's just stopped trying. Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, as the producer of the show, I I stopped trying, too, on primetime. You just have to... understand that we're probably just going to keep talking i think sometimes if we get to a certain point joe will go hey hey i'll start making some like faces like throwing the arms up you do the jason swigard arm gestures break break break, break. yeah but now you, have a, now you have a big ass clock so if you ever look my way i don't even have to make a face you'll just see the numbers right next to me and just You'll, you'll get the idea. You know what's funny is I've looked your way multiple times, and I have not looked at the clock. <laughs> my my brain, like, blocks what out. What numbers mean? It just blocks it out. I don't need to focus on it. What is that? Okay, so NFL talk. We haven't talked any football yet today, but that's okay. The Blazers uh, season has begun. The bottom of the league is interesting now. So the Jets, much to my betting chagrin, beat the Rams last week. Yes, they did. And now have one win as do the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, two games left in the season. Both teams have one win, but because of tiebreakers, the Jags actually have the number one pick in the draft. The Jets had a higher strength of schedule than the Jags, meaning Jacksonville would have the inside track on potentially drafting Trevor Lawrence number one overall. So after record, it goes to strength of schedule, which the Jets have a better strength of schedule. It's very interesting. That's weird. Isn't it? Like, I mean, I should be rewarded because my schedule was harder with the first pick. Well, if your right? schedule's worse, 
and you have a bad record, that means you're worse. I think that's the idea, right? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So if the Jags have a worse strength of schedule and they still only have one one win, that means they're worse than the Jets because they've lost to worse yeah, teams. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so if you're Trevor Lawrence, first of all, where would you rather go? Because <laughs> I'm going to pick Jacksonville. Uh, Jets or Jacksonville? Have you ever been to Jacksonville? Nope. Joe? No. Yeah, Jacksonville is not an Have you ever been awesome. to East Rutherford, New Jersey? I have. Well, no. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> uh, but I have been to Jersey, um, like some of it, like most of it. Yeah. But uh, Jacksonville is hot and sweaty, but probably Jacksonville still. Jacksonville's hot and sweaty. Yeah, probably still Jacksonville, though, um, just because um, you get to play in this uh, that AFC South, which, you know, is still very winnable. Every year there's a new team that could be – the team and you know this year just happens to be Tennessee and Indianapolis who we don't talk enough about the Colts I think the you Colts know, are overrated they they are but they're still you know 10 and 4 so overrated or not they're still 10 and 4 you know so there's not much I think you can the Titans are better them. the Titans are definitely better but you know next year who knows if those are going to be the teams that are that are up top and so we've seen a lot of shuffling in that particular division so uh I'd probably want to go to Jacksonville and the Jets just things if you if you're talking about promise Things look more. I guess you you probably look at things in Jacksonville as more promising. The Jets just they just continue to show they're just they're going to be this bad in the AFC for a while. I prefer the offensive skill players on Jacksonville than I do to the Jets. Um, you've got Chark. The Jets don't have any. Exactly. You've got Chark. You've got Cole. You've got uh, now a good running back and James Robinson who broke out this year. So you've got good players where the Jets just really don't have good offensive players. Um, so yeah, I think I'd rather go to Jacksonville. Plus if you're Trevor Lawrence is closer to home, right? You've been playing down there for most of your life. So it would, it would fit. And also I think part of me wants the jets to not get the pick just so I can continue to laugh at jets fans misery. There's a little evil part of me. That's like, <laughs> and also I think there's, jets there's something a little, you know, a little screwy, screwy about going to New York. You know, it's just, just for any sport, like you just got to, you have to be a different type of character to really, really survive in those elements. And when I True. say the elements, I mean the fan fan base and the media. Um, the minute you don't win, they're running you out of town. And New York fans, I don't have to tell you this, Lynch, uh, are brutal and unforgiving. Nah. No, no, okay, well, my fault. <laughs> but uh, a very, very what you're talking un- about. unforgiving. And because they, they are so passionate about their team and they are so passionate uh, about the fan base. And so... I think New York is a tough a, a a tough stop for anybody, you know, especially if you just don't if you're a new player and you I think it's better for a, a veteran player to go to New York. You know, you've 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 been in the NFL for a little while or the NBA for a little while or you know whatever the league and you you kind of know how to handle yourself a little better. You know, and handle yourself with the media, with business, with all those other little things, with fans um cuz New York is a different place. You know, and so I, I would be more comfortable in Jacksonville if if I were Trevor Lawrence. However, I, he was a Heisman, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he's not used to the pressure, and Trevor Lawrence has been in the spotlight for the past few years. So he would do fine in New York, but he, have to, he has to be prepared to lose a lot up front because, like you said, they don't have the amount of uh, offensive talent that they do in Jacksonville. So I would say Jacksonville. I feel like recently – 
you can say that both teams have been kind of similar as well. I mean, more recently, the Jags were better, but the Jets also made a couple of AFC title games, you know, 10 or so years ago, even though they've been kind of mediocre for the large swath of that That's time. Bart Scott can't wait. Yeah, exactly. So both teams have been mediocre generally, but both have had moments of winning. So you can't really compare them that way, I don't think. I mean, the Jets obviously have a, a more storied franchise than the Jags do, being an older franchise with, you know, better players throughout its history. The Jags are kind of just like, oh, God, the Jags, right? Like they came into the league and they were never that great. They had a couple of good years, um, but just generally just haven't been an exciting team to watch. But in this in this instance, I feel like the Jets are just run poorly. Can I can I ask you this? And you're, you're an East Coast guy, so you'd know this better than me. So I'm going to ask, are the Jets like the junior Giants? Like, do do are, are are the Jets as respected in New York as the Giants are? Or more than the Giants? Because I kind of feel like the um, Jets are like the Mets of of football. It does feel that way. There's there's a general rule, which is not, I mean, it's just kind of like a this is how it happens. It's not really a rule. But if you're a Mets fan, you're a Jets fan. Um, if you're a Yankees fan, you're a Giants fan. You where, know, the, where, do they, where do the Knicks fall in all this stuff? The, if you're a Yankees fan, you're a Knicks fan, usually. Yankees, Giants, Knicks. So Jets, Nets. Jets, Mets, Nets. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Doesn't it kind of work like that? Yeah, okay. No, I think the Nets is a little different because they were New Jersey for so long that I'm not sure it was included in that same realm. Um, again, Ranger, it's like it's like Yankees, Knicks, Giants, Rangers. Like That's usually the fan base. Yeah. I just, um, I just only are, ask they, are they considered the, like the little brother? I don't know if it's the same as it is in baseball. I think that maybe because Yankee fans or Giants fans, there's a bit of that like arrogance to it. And, you know, you won a couple of Super Bowls. So like that obviously helps. But I'm not sure if it's exactly the same. Right. I think because the Giants have been really bad, too. So right now they both just suck. So it's tough. If you're a Giants fan, you can't really talk smack. But at because, least the Giants have had some type of success over the past, like, 15 right. years. And guys like, you know, uh, um, Michael Strahan and, you know, Human uh, uh, Yora and some other guys in between. They're obviously Eli and winning some Super Bowls. So there's been some success in New York. And I think if I am going to go to New York for anybody, I, I think I would want to play for the for the Giants. You know, I don't really – I look at the Mets – or excuse me, the Jets as almost like – just the other oh yeah they, they and they play here too like the, the clippers the, the giants are the better run team and they play in the same stadium too right they do so it's the clippers situation like the clippers are almost and historically they're jv to the lakers right. and their their facility sucks their facilities suck and they're in the same building and it's kind of uh one of those things and that's kind of how i feel about the jets they just that's the other team that plays in the building so if i'm trevor lawrence like I would much rather go to a place to where I know I don't have to share a facility with with anybody. I can make my own name and and do and just think if he wins in Jacksonville, or if he even does well in Jacksonville, like what does that do for for his legacy? Because at that point, much like Brady did with New England, man, you're building yep. a or what Russell Wilson did with Seattle. Like I'm 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 building something based on my back and based on my name. I think Trevor Lawrence is that good, too. I do. I think he's a game-changing, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. I think he is that going to be that special where wherever he goes, he will he will make that team good. I just think it's better to go to Jacksonville than it is to the Jets. Yes. Because if, you make better they make better decisions generally. With those, you know, uh, once-in-a-lifetime guys, I think we've been right on for the most part about these guys that come in and, like, man, they're, they're can't miss. Peyton Manning is like he's a – 
That's he's he's the best quarterback that we've seen Andrew at Luck. that point. Andrew Luck was the best quarterback that we had seen, you know, to that point, you know. And so I'm looking at I'm looking and saying, man, this guy Trevor Lawrence checks every box. He does, and so he could be again one of the best that we that we saw. And I'm looking forward to see what he does. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll react to yesterday's games as well. The most interesting thing to me is what Brian Flores is doing in Miami at the quarterback position. It goes against everything that every other coach and team in this situation would have done, but yet it's working. And it's is it only working because of the personalities, or is it actually something that could happen in the future? We'll get to that next. This is Football Sunday on the Fan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 503-250-1080 is your text line. You want to text us? Well, I know a lot of you guys are probably watching Red Zone right now. Keep an eye on these games for you. Jacksonville's up three zip early on the Bears. I do have Jags plus seven and a half in this game, so I hope it stays close. Are you are you just cringing every time you guys score? Like if you're the coach of Jacksonville, like, no, damn it, don't Ugh. You're throwing your headset just every time you score. It is It is probably strange, right? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? You run out of bounds. <laughs> well, I mean, the Jets beat the Rams last week. How mad were Jets fans? They were furious. I'm, I'm, I'm always so curious, like, what the message to the team is in the locker room. If you know that you're – you know that you're going for you want you want to suck for whomever the number one pick is in the draft. You know oh, yeah. you're in what's like the little thing. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, how do you something uh, for Trevor? If you're a former athlete and you've been on a team that's you know as professional athlete, and you've been on a team that hasn't been good, and you know if you suck bad enough, then you can get the number one pick. Man, let us know what that's like. I'm always curious. Like, what? Well, guys, we don't we we don't want to play hard, but not too hard. Well, okay. let me uh, tell you about my time when I was on that 0-16 Lions team real quick. Oh, uh, go for when it. I was in the locker room. Um, <laughs> I think, honestly, these dudes are probably just tuning out anything any coach has to say to them motivational speak-wise and just like, well, let's get some uh, game film. Let's get some uh, something on tape for free agency for the future, right? I mean, that's what – because some of these guys know that they'll be on the team next year, the stars, the captains, like the best players, but a lot of these guys – maybe going into contract year or and exactly know. so how do you tell that guy that i'm going into a contract year but we're one in 14 and we're trying to get the number one well pick. you don't you like don't. how do i what do i what do i say to him or you know or i, I think me. i think you're a little bit overstating the fact the coaches are like intentionally trying to lose i think the gms want to be bad so they can get the pick but generally speaking although we've seen some questionable things from the jets this year Generally speaking, I think they're still trying to win. They're just not good. You don't think the coach and GM have a conversation like, "Listen, we're not if we if we win three games, we're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. Like we're out of the we're out of the conversation if we win I'm, three I'm games." I'm sure that they've had a conversation, but I don't think you've seen teams general again generally. I, like I said, the Jets suck for luck. There's been a couple of weird things the Jets have done this year, which have been very like obvious tank moves. I, I don't think the Jaguars are trying to lose. I just think they're really bad. <laughs> I just think it's that simple. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wonder if because what's the thing for Trevor Lawrence, by the way? 
Huh? Like, what's the suck for luck for Trevor Lawrence? Is there anything good for that? I don't know. That's a yeah. blank for Trevor, blank for Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was like tank, tank for Trevor, isn't but it? That doesn't even have like I know they both start with a T. Mm. That, that doesn't really like have that same ring to it. Yeah, it Is doesn't. there anything that's even close to his name that would be funny? I don't know. I don't think so. Together for Trevor. Nope. Yeah, lose together <laughs> for Trevor. I like it. Lose like together it. for Trevor. Uh, so, so I mean, but honestly, I'm. Because it's big money. Like, I mean, you're talking about a guy who can change your entire franchise. And so if you know you're going nowhere this year, you think you're going nowhere after the first few games of the season, I'm curious at what points the GM or the or the owner, for that matter, comes to the front office and says, hey, man, like... Treachery for Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, man, like, they're pretty bad. It's either They've, they've lived up to it, no matter what we want to call them. Like, we got two teams that are you know, fighting neck and neck to suck the best. And that's a that's a more intriguing storyline than the actual man last uh last wild card position game. You know what I'm saying? Like so I would much rather see who sucks the most at the end of the season. So let's get a little bit into the Dolphins here before we move uh move on to hate or love it. I know we're kind of getting close on time. I just want to what they did last week or yesterday, last night, was very, very interesting again. So Brian Flores, coach of the Dolphins doing a fantastic job. Great job. By the way. Uh, Dolphins are legit. So this is now the second time, though, that in a game he has benched Tua and brought in Fitzmagic. And last night, Fitzmagic led them to the win, including one of the more incredible throws you will ever see. If you didn't see the highlight, look at it. His face mask is being ripped. His head is going complete exorcist backwards. And he still throws the perfect ball like 30 yards down the sideline to get them into scoring range. Incredible pass. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and it, it's working. But they're going to go back to Tua next week, right? Tua next week is going to be the starter. So it's a very, very interesting decision where, okay, Tua's not having a great game. He's a rookie. We're going to bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, and we're going to try to win this game. What is happening? I'm sorry, Joe whispered something <laughs> to me as you were talking. Oh, nothing. Just uh, looking at the scenery. You guys are just looking at each other. Looking at the scenery. You know, the. You sit on the wrong side of the. I know. Uh, I, can't, I can't see anything. <laughs> the running path. And I looked over at him and both of us got a little uh, rubber neck in there. So mm. at the same time. Mm. Yeah, this is a hard place to sit. Good views on the waterfront. <laughs> Great here. views on the waterfront. Sunday morning, you enjoy it quite a bit, I will say. I do. So is is that something you could see other teams doing no. in, in the future? I, I think it's. I think. Most other teams don't have a Fitzmagic on the bench or, for that matter, a Tua on the bench. You know, I think when you have a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I, I think he's a starter. Honestly, I think he keeps finding himself in these positions to where uh, if he is on a team that doesn't have a quarterback, he's the starter. But if he happens to be on a team with somebody who's better, he's a, he's a great backup. Right now he's in that great backup situation right now. But he probably should be the starter of this team this year. But it's hard to say that considering how good Tua has actually played when he's been in the game. You know, so there's been some times where Tua's shown uh, flashes of, okay, this kid's going to be the ish because he can do, he can make all those plays. You know, kind of the way you look at Kyler Murray, like, okay, that was a nice play. I wasn't expecting that. But then Fitzmagic comes in the game. It's, we keep calling him that because that's what he, he pulls off, he pulls his rabbit out of the hat all the time. It's like, bro, you're not, you're not supposed to be this good, you know, but every single time he does something cool and last night just to to end the game like that like in that beautiful pass and i mean if you look it up like just the, the fact that he's being face masked so hard and he still gets just that perfect spiral out just 
that's a beautiful pass. He has and no idea where he's throwing that ball. No idea, way. but I mean, I mean he uh, knows where he's trying maybe, to, or maybe he does know where exactly where he was throwing the ball. You know, and it it landed perfectly. And again, if you're gonna win a game, like outside of throwing like a winning uh, a winning touchdown to end the game, like with time expiring, like that's the type of that that's the type of play that's gonna be in his highlight reel forever. When he decides to retire, you know, they're gonna show that play of him uh, throwing that 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 ball that end up really resulting in a win for them. So, all right. Hey, I'm on time. Yeah, we are. You want to give a full hater love it segment? Want huh? to? Let's huh? do it. Huh? Huh? Let's <laughs> go like you for say it. want to, you want to, and you're like, I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all right. So hater love it's coming up next, but first Joe has sports. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. We got abhorrence for Lawrence? Uh, no. Using these uh, big words. Abhorrence. And I'm going to take it as disrespect, Mike, yeah. all right? Watch your mouth. It was, it was a text. <laughs> Help me with the sale. It was a text. <laughs> never for Trevor is the other one. Never what for Trevor? Win never for Trevor? <laughs> never win for Trevor? But see, then then the wind comes in and it breaks up the rhyme. Win never for Trevor. Win comma never. <laughs> <laughs> win semicolon. Yeah. <laughs> never. Uh, for Trevor. All right, Joe. What do you got for us and hate it or love it today? All right. So uh, as we spoke about in the last two segments, uh, the New York Jets, uh, well, they are bad at being bad. J-E-T-S. Won a Jets, game Jets, against Jets. the Rams, which good for team morale, maybe. <laughs> I don't know why they won that game, but they've kept Adam Gase this whole time, I think, to avoid winning. And uh, now they've squandered their chance at uh, possibly getting the number one seed. Jags have the better chance to do that now. But they are playing a Browns team today that is depleted because of uh, COVID contact tracing. The Browns, without two starting linemen, four wide receivers, and two rotational linebackers. Uh, right now, I believe the score is uh, three to nothing. Cleveland, right? Cleveland leads. But with all these injuries or COVID-related uh players sitting out you will have hate it or love it the jets winning their second game in a row no i hate it um <laughs> i hate it the browns are actually good question mark i know they've played a somewhat weak schedule and have beaten a lot of bad teams but they've shown some positive signs under, under stefanski their new head coach somebody who actually understands how to call an offense for baker mayfield it's kind of nice to see now baker mayfield's still not exactly the best quarterback in the nfl he still has his issues he still makes some bad passes but it's a good team Although I would have said the same thing about the Rams last week against the Jets. I just don't think the Jets are good enough to win two games in a row. I just don't think they have enough talent to win two games in a row. And I don't think that they're going to get lucky enough with Jared Goff level performance of suck that we saw last week. And if he play calling for Sean McVay for them to win two games in a row against the Brown teams that need, needs to keep winning. Did you know that the Browns could still technically miss the playoffs? They could. There's there's enough results. Go, there's only two weeks left, but if enough results happen, including them losing their last two games, they might miss the playoffs at 10 and 6, which is insane. So, no, the Browns will win this game. The Jets are bad. The Jets will finish with one win, and the Jags will finish with one win. 
And the Jacks got the number one pick. That's my declaration. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, um, the Browns are uh, the Browns are bad. The Browns actually need to have this game because there is a good chance that they lose this game, and Baltimore wins their game, they'll be tied for you know that um, that fifth and not final playoff spot, but like one of that there's one of those. Seven there's now. seven now. <clears throat> So they they would you know kind of fall further and further back. So that's not something uh, that they want to do. The Jets are just the dumpster fire, man. They don't even know how to win right, like or lose right. If they had just man backed off, they would still be a, a defeated team, and you know they would be right there in that mix for Trevor Lawrence. But because the Jets are the Jets and they don't know how to lose the right way, and then this is where they are right now. So honestly, I don't see them beating the Browns. They just don't. They, even with all the people the Browns are missing, the Jets just don't have the, the amount of talent the Browns still have, and that's even with missing uh, all the uh, offensive pieces that they're not that they don't have today. So uh, no, the Jets get blown out. The Jets probably get blown out by a lot. Baker Mayfield probably has about four touchdowns in today's game. Although it doesn't look like he's doing much now. Still early. But, uh, Jets lose in convincing fashion. By the way. Today is not helping. The Jets playing a 10 and 4 Browns team is up their opponent strength of schedule to 602. Yeah. Jags are playing a 500 team in the Bears. So <laughs> the Jets have a way harder strength of schedule now. And looks like the Bears are driving again and probably going to score. They did just have it on first and goal and then delay a game. Oh, they call a timeout. Okay. All right. All right. All right, moving on to some uh, playoff seeding. The Packers, they play on Sunday night football tonight against the Tennessee Titans. The Seahawks will take on the Rams for the division title, basically, at least for the Seahawks. If the Seahawks win it, they win the division. And the Jets are uh, going for a double reverse flea flicker, and they complete it for a touchdown. <laughs> the Jets now up 7-3 to three oh boy. on the Cleveland Browns. Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold's like, no, like, no, I'm your quarterback. <laughs> Keeping my job. I'm the one who wins. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the Packers, big game tonight on Sunday Night Football. They can lock up the number one seed in the NFC tonight with a win and a Seahawks loss. So, hate it or love it, the Packers will do just that and lock up the number one seed in the NFC today. Love it. I think the Packers are the very best team in the NFC. I've really been saying that since about week four. Uh, although New Orleans has looked amazing, even without Drew Brees at the helm uh, a lot of the time. Uh, Seattle has looked up and down. That defense just doesn't can't catch up to the offense uh, until they do in Washington. Who the hell would have thought Washington would be a fourth seed? You know what I'm saying? At this point, you know, going to, if the playoffs start today, <laughs> the, the Washington Washingtons would, <laughs> would be, you know, in, in the playoffs right now. But of all those teams, man, Green Bay just looks like they know what they're doing. They, they're just out there. Um, Playing Brett or Brett Favre, excuse me, Aaron Rodgers, who's looking like Brett Favre, is out there absolutely doing what Aaron Rodgers does, and especially for this guy being in like what, like his 13th, 14th season, man, he's still out there putting up major numbers. The Titans, I mean, the Titans are a good team, but I don't think they have as much as uh, the Packers do. So yeah, I think the Packers get this win, secure that number one seed, and bold prediction: Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, you said it. The Packers need to win and the Seahawks need to lose, right? Yes, for them to correct. get the number one seed. So, Packs play the Titans tonight, and you said the Seahawks are playing the Rams. Okay. What I know about the Rams is that whenever they come out and lay an egg, the next week they come out with their hair on fire, and Sean McVay fix, fixes a bunch of things. Last week they laid a massive egg against the Jets, so I think the Rams are going to play much, much, much better today. The Seahawks still 
man, they're a weird team this year, aren't they? Very. It, it's you play that game against the Giants and you, you play terrible, but then you can score 30 points against other teams. I'm having a really hard time putting my finger on the Seahawks team this year. So I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, I think the Rams will beat the Seahawks today. I also think the Titans might beat the Packers tonight. Really? I think the Titans are sneaky good. Um, I think Derrick Henry, especially this time of year, is almost impossible to stop. And I think Ryan Tannehill's been playing out of his mind. Every time I watch the Titans, Ryan Tannehill's making a great pass. What a great signing for Tennessee to have Tannehill come in long term for them, I think. I think the Titans are going to be a sneaky team in the AFC playoff picture as well as for a, I agree. a team that other teams will not want to play. So I'm going to say hate because I don't think both of those things are going to happen today to guarantee the number one seed for the Packers. I think the Rams will probably beat the Seahawks today, and I think the Titans can beat the Packers and might very well do so. So I'm going to say hate. Are the Rams, not that it matters anymore, are the Rams in Seattle today or are they in L.A.? Not that it matters anymore. Uh, let's take a look. It is in Seattle. Okay. But not that it matters. No, no it, it, does, it really doesn't matter. Like that that crowd. You can Your pump, brain you can, is like stuck. You can, like, you it can doesn't pipe matter, in, but who's the home team? Yeah, you can pipe in so much crowd noise and everything, and it just it doesn't matter anymore. Okay. Moving to the most competitive division in the NFL, the NFC East. I mean, it's still wide open. Every team in that division could win it. That's what makes it so competitive and so good. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Washington football team, uh, reluctantly, uh, they have to start Dwayne Haskins today. Not by choice, literally by default, unless they want to go uh, your uh, Denver Broncos route, Mike, and uh, start a practice squad wide receiver. Hell yeah, Kendall Hinton. Which, uh, you know, honestly, might not be a bad idea with what Dwayne Haskins has been doing uh, basically since his whole career at Washington. So... With Dwayne Haskins having to start today and possibly next week, hate it or love it, Dwayne Haskins will squander the Washington football team's playoff chances. I'm going to go ahead and say hate, mostly because I think the defense for the Washington football team is that good. They're going to be able to mask up a lot of issues that Dwayne Haskins has. Also, Alex Smith was close to coming back this week, so I think next week you'll see Alex Smith back at the starting quarterback position. I just think out of the teams in the NFC East right now, the one I trust most is Washington. And it's because they've got one thing that I can trust, and that's their defense is sick. It's really Chase Young is really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Really fast, too. Like uh, very got, fast. Yeah, he they got are, good really, really quick. They are great against the run. Uh, they played the Panthers and the Eagles in their last two games. Neither team strikes a lot of fear into the hearts of the opponents, although Jalen Hurts has played pretty well for the Eagles since he's come in for Carson Wentz. It's still tight. But they have that one game lead. They're six and eight. Cowboys and Giants are five and nine. I think they're going to be able to hold on and do that because of their defense alone. Dwayne Haskins has looked pretty bad, but hey, at least he can throw the ball. Unlike Kendall Hinton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what am I? One more time, Joe. What am uh, I? Dwayne Haskins will squander the Washington football team's playoff chances. Yeah, unfortunately, I I I love it. Um. I do too. Dwayne Haskins just is 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 not. Um, Joe's like back on the Cowboys yeah, have a chance. Uh, I'm sorry, wagon, they've won two in a row. Like I was some, I was really you know really pulling for uh, for Haskins to to really show up and be uh, an NFL quarterback, and he is a great college quarterback. And sometimes that doesn't equate to the NFL. His last few games have been relatively terrible. He was zero for zero uh, in the game, in the uh, win against San Francisco, and then one touchdown, two interceptions in the game. Mind you, almost 300 yards, 55 attempts that he had. Count them. Double nickel, Jordan in the garden. 55 attempts that he had, completed 38 of them. 
but uh, still had uh, one touchdown, two interceptions. He's just accident prone, and unfortunately, like he's he's not quite Alex Smith. And if you had Alex Smith out there for Washington, that means you would have at least somewhat of a steady hand at the quarterback. Not a perfect quarterback, but somebody who can at least get the job done for you, and you know is not going to make silly mistakes uh, when he comes down to the clutch. Um, so, yeah, I think, unfortunately, Washington just uh, – Washington's offense isn't great. However, we've seen offenses that aren't great that have great defenses behind them uh, make massive runs in the playoffs and end up maybe even winning the Super Bowl. So it's not to say that Dwayne Haskins can't be incredibly regular for the next couple games and lead his team to some wins. I just don't see it happening. Okay. And to finish things off, the Steelers right now playing the Colts. I believe that they just tied the game to make it 7-7 seven to seven after recovering a fumble, taking it inside the red zone, and then James Conner finishing it off. Yes, yeah, 7-7, Colts-Steelers lead right now. Steelers, if they lose today and the Browns win today, you've got two teams with an 11-4 record, and they play each other in Week 17, which at that point is for the division. Steelers, as we all know, started the season 11-0. They have lost three straight games. Haven't looked very good doing it either. No. Hate it or love it. The Steelers will finish the season losing five straight games, which means they lose today. They lose next weekend against the Browns and lose the division. I'm going to go ahead and say hate because I think they're going to win today. I Like I said a little bit earlier, it's not that we're going to talk about it today, but I think the Colts are overrated. I'm not really sure how to view them as a playoff potential team. Phillip Rivers is still Phillip Rivers. He's still the quarterback who throws what looks like a ball that's throwing back, that's being thrown backwards. He's kind of been inconsistent this year. I just haven't loved the Colts anytime I've watched them this year. The Steelers have lost a couple in a row. I think the Steelers are going to win the game today. This was a perfect, this is a perfect time for them as a bounce back game, beat a playoff team, get yourself the division and, and not even worry about it at that point. I, I just I just don't think the Colts are good. So I think the Steelers will win. So because of that, I'll say hate. Also, I think in the game next week between the two teams, just in case it does wind up that they're both tied going into the final week of the season, I trust Mike Tomlin. I do. Mike Tomlin's one of the best head coaches in the NFL. Yes, they started 11-0. They do have flaws as a team. I think we all knew they had flaws as a team, even though they started 11-0. We, we could see it watching them play that they had some issues. Some of it was injuries at running back because James Conner's been out for a, a bit of time. But generally, I just think that they're, they're going to be a, they're, they're sorry. They are a better team than Cleveland and would be able to beat them in that game. So I'll say, hey, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. Uh, the chief just tried to get a little too fancy there and throw like a uh, quarterback uh, pass from Sammy Watkins to Patrick Mahomes. And it uh, led to an interception. Ah, the they, Philly special didn't work. Uh, they did the whole, like, uh, dance move where everybody does, like, a spin behind the line of scrimmage and resets their formation. And, uh, yeah, did not uh, trick the Falcons too much there. There you go. <laughs> My God. Um, Steelers lose five in a row. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to hate uh I'm going to hate it. The Steelers have been on a skid lately obviously. Uh and they've lost to two really bad teams. Not really bad teams, but one really bad team, one 
kind of in the middle team, and then one team that actually looks like they're pretty legit. Uh, of all the teams they lost to, the Bills are the one team that's like, okay, I could see them losing to the Bills because the Bills and Josh Allen are legit all of a sudden this year. Uh, Washington, we just talked about them being uh, better defensively than I thought. Offensively, offensively, they didn't score many points, but defensively, uh, man, Washington is as good as anybody else. The Bengals is the one had head scratcher, and I think that was a game to where guys just – they knew they did. They couldn't lose. They knew that what people would say, and they went out there and they played. Uh, they played more against the media and the fans than they did against the, uh, the Bengals, and that's why they end up losing that game. But again, like Lynch just said, and I 100% agree with him. I believe in Mike Tomlin, and I trust Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he showed that man he can deal with a lot of bullcrap in the locker room, but he also knows how to when he gets on the field to make sure they do the right thing. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately for them this year, they look like a more disciplined team than the Pittsburgh that we're used to seeing. And so for that reason, I don't think they're going to lose five in a row. They beat the Colts today and then go ahead and beat the Browns week 17 if everybody plays. All right. Well, Rashad, you do get the bonus point for uh, hooking it up with a nice bottle of bourbon. I appreciate you, bro. There you go there. Uh, But it's still not enough to overcome Michael Lynch. Give me my bourbon back, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take that back, please. Unmerry Christmas, Joe right? Fisher. All right, we'll wrap this sucker up next. This is Football Sunday on Zafan. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. All right, one final quick little segment here leading you into Seahawks-Rams today. I'm actually having a really hard time generally figuring out the NFL this year. I don't know I don't know if it's a COVID thing or if it's just, it's just the year is very, very strange. But outside of Kansas City, I don't really know who I believe in. I think, I think outside of Kansas City, the AFC is still really tough. The Bills have been really good. Uh, I think the Titans are good. The Steelers, mm-hmm. I know, have lost a couple in a row, but they're solid. The Dolphins have looked really good. So, I mean, it's like I feel like it's kind of wide open, even though the Chiefs are the surefire favorites there. Right. In the NFC, I have no idea what's going on. No clue. Yeah. I think the Packers are the best team. I mean, you've got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams as three studs on that team. But still sometimes it feels like even they're not playing at their full potential. The Saints, I am completely lost. Drew Brees, I don't, I don't understand, right? Like he comes back from his injury and looks terrible. Alan Kamara scores six touchdowns by himself this week on Friday. And it's like, oh, well, they win. I feel similarly about the Seahawks. Like, uh, yeah, they're 10 and four and they've been good, but, but there's all these butts yeah. with the teams this year. Yeah. Normally I feel like there's a couple of teams that you're pretty certain about. And right now there's only one in this Kansas city. So, I mean, I think that'll make the playoffs really exciting but it just makes it hard for me to predict what's going to happen or have any idea who these right. teams are. And the Tampa Bay Bucks too. Like what on earth? The Bucks looked amazing against a really bad with no coach Detroit Lions defense yesterday so that I mean there's the excuses for it, but like who are who is Tampa Bay? Is Tom Brady actually good still or is it only cuz they didn't have a pass rush that he was able to throw like that? 
Because he's looked kind of iffy sometimes this year. He's up and down. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know. The the weird part about know. Tampa and Brady is he's looked. He's up and down, but he's still a top ten guy as far as he's passing yards and stuff like that. Like even Philip Rivers. Like you talked about how uh, the Colts. You don't really believe in them. Like you know, you think they're overrated, but Philip Rivers is in the top. You know, twelve. You know, passers in the NFL. Like it's it's one of those things. It's been a really kind of screwy year, but. I think the one thing that we do know that we can't take away is that um, Kansas City is here to stay. Kansas City is going to be one of those teams that's an irritant in the NFL for the next 10 years just because Mahomes is that good of a football player. And I think outside of that, the only thing I can really take away from is uh, Aaron Rodgers is still that dude. <laughs> so State Farm is loving uh, their two uh, the, the the two faces of – of the business because they're out there doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Man, Aaron Rodgers, I know he's played better because he's Aaron Rodgers, but right now for for this guy to be in, you know, year 13, 15 at this point and still do what he's doing, that's unheard of, you know, at this point. So um, I'm, I'm a big fan of what the Packers are doing. I've never really liked the Packers, but I really like this team this year but you're right man looking around they do around, feel more likable than normal for they some do reason. they do and maybe it's maybe it's because you know aaron Rodgers isn't smiling as much as he used to with that little smirk on his face but now uh I, i'm pulling for this team to to kind of win but out, you're right outside of the chiefs everybody else looks like they could be good but we don't know i like the chiefs i like the bills um i i like the 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 packers and after that it's everything else is awesome all right that's gonna do it for us today thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next week and uh, if you're in the championship of your fantasy league this week, good luck. Good luck Hope to you. Hope you win. Split your money with me. Or me. I finished in third in the league, and I found out that third place doesn't get any money. That's, that was really disappointing. That's trash. <laughs> it was really, really, really disappointing. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, enjoy the Seahawks game coming up right now after us against the Rams. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.